This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. Today, I am so excited to have my sister, my amazing sister, Molly Kaufman, as my guest. Molly is actually in Greece right now. She is an internationally acclaimed yoga teacher, a doctor of Chinese medicine, and just an all-around kick-ass person. Hey, sis. Hi, Kimber. Thanks for having me on today. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited to be here. Technology for this reason is absolutely amazing. I agree. So we were talking about why the world just feels so disconnected and why it is so difficult for us to find a collective way to address problems and a collective way to come together on things that just seem so simple. We're fighting over literally everything right now. A a jumping off point could be simply that we have trended as a society, as a human race toward individuality. And individuality is not really how life functions. And you can look to nature, you know, look at a tree in a forest. And if you took the forest away from the tree, the tree wouldn't exist anymore because it wouldn't have the nutrients. It wouldn't have the collaboration of the trees around. But all of life is, is really about connection. The very foundation of life is about connection. Yeah. What I hear you saying sounds, it sounds philosophical and it sounds beautiful, but when you're on the ground and the reality is that people just can't even get along, I, I want you to put it into terms that people will. Mm-hmm. In other words, I teach people to embrace their individuality. I teach people to be unique. I teach people that they are essentially, you know, the only person like them on the planet. And what I hear you saying is that's important, but that can't be the only thing. Right. Because that's harmful if that's the only thing. And this is where potentially as a culture, we are stopping because we are looking at ourselves as if we are the only thing. Yeah. The fact that we need to celebrate our individuality and we need to be aware that we are in fact individuals is important. The origin of life and how every tradition that I know of tells the story. What the fact that we start with a one, we go to a two and the two combine to create another and the number of combinations is infinite. All of life moves toward diversity. So our ability to celebrate our individual uniqueness and diversity is a celebration of life. That if you are comfortable in your own skin, then you have the realization that you exist because everything else exists. Because it's not just about you realizing your individuality. It's about how you carry that out into life to make sure that everything you're doing is with the understanding that everything you do affects everyone else's individuality. Right. Which is why I think, you know, it's so funny. Sometimes I feel like when people are like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? But they're only looking to themselves to find their purpose. How do I serve myself with my purpose? When in Mm. fact, where we find the greatest joy and the greatest purpose is when we use our gifts to serve the collective, when we use our gifts to make the world a better place. And, you know, people will laugh at me and say, I don't care if I make the world a better place. I just kind of want to be happy. But I think the truth is that when we realize that we are connected and that our actions and our thoughts and the way we show up in the world really does impact everybody, 
Mm. We are, we are serving humanity. And conversely, when we don't, when Mm. it's all about us, we tend to get stuck in that space. I think that you object to, which is that me, 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 it's about me. How do I fulfill what I want in this moment without paying attention to anybody else? So these ancient traditions, in fact, recognize that there are sort of two different, really important purposes in life. One is the individual purpose, and the other is the entire purpose of life. Once we do feel an acceptance of who we are in our totality, in our uniqueness, whatever that means to us in any given moment, we also realize simultaneously the connection of everything, the connection of all. And this, then we start talking about compassion, right? Being able to put ourselves in other people's shoes. And in this uh, polarization of life that we're living so strongly right now, compassion is also lost. Why? Because we're so focused on ourselves that we never actually fulfill that process, which is to return back out to the rest of life. It's a really, it's a really interesting way to think about it. I mean, I really, I love it. And at the same time, as you're talking, I'm thinking about the fact that it's work. It's work. (laughs) Damn it. But I think what I'm so acutely aware of living in the United States is that exactly as you said it, people are stuck on the, on the self piece. And I fear that if there isn't something like consciously saying, hey, shithead, it can't be just about you. You need to look outward. In addition, that although the philosophy is very, very beautiful, and for the people who can actually go all the way through to be able to come all the way back out, as you've just so eloquently described, Mm -hmm. that people really will stay stuck in that place. And so I think that sometimes when we talk about you know, serving or, or reaching out or being connected. It's like this, this plea to our fellow man and, and fellow women, like, come on, we have to work together here. We have to see each other. We have to care about each other. Mm-hmm. And whether that process is fulfilled or not, it's like, how do we get, how do we get there, Mal? Like, how do we on, get there? the world's problems right now for me, because this is really, yeah. <laughs> so you want, you just wanted to have a small little conversation. I'm, yes. I'm small little conversation so, I want to help us connect. So, so here's the thing is that, yes, it, it is work. There is no quick fix. And until we are willing to look at this, but listen, we, we are, in a dangerous spot because part of the fact that life has trended in a direction where we see ourselves as complete individuals, not necessarily connected to anyone else, the solution is, in my opinion, to just pretend, it's going to sound funny, but just pretend that we are actually all connected. And I know, I know that it sounds a little oversimplified and, and how do we even get people to try this? You know, at this point, honestly, it starts with the younger generations. It starts with what you're doing, Kimber, out in the world, teaching, right? Teaching the new generations, trying to make them see a different way. It just requires that you suspend whatever you've decided you believe and try to behave in life as if 
everything you do affects everything around you. If every word, thought, and action you do in every moment of your life is with the thought that it could affect someone other than you, then you will quickly realize the connectedness of all. And if you do that for a few weeks, I guarantee you will start seeing the world differently. Mm, Is that a formal challenge? It's a formal challenge. I love it. I absolutely love it. So I'm definitely going to have to have you back to continue the conversation (laughs) because we still have a lot to talk about. I am so, so grateful for your wisdom, honestly, because, you know, I think that you add a a really much needed perspective. And I think the fact that you've been um, living in Europe for a lot of quarantine and and moving around has also given you a perspective. So I always really love having these conversations with you. Um, I do want to give my listeners access to you. Um, and your incredible yoga practice. So will you please share the way that people can connect with you? you. Um, And I'm just going to say, yes, this is my sister. Um, But she is truly one of the most incredible human beings you will ever, ever encounter in your entire life. And her yoga practice is really special. So um, check Molly out. Actually, that just sounded terrible. Don't check Molly out. That's my little sister. Check me out. <laughs> um, you can find Molly. Molly, give them all your, your info. <laughs> so the, the easiest way to find me is just through my website, mollykaufman.com. And from there, you can find my contact. You can find practices on YouTube. You can find even some, some yoga philosophy lectures and you can also sign up for my newsletter. If you have particular questions, even from the podcast, I always welcome emails. I love to engage and understand what you've understood and understand also what your inquiries in life are. Wonderful. Well, thank you again for being here. I love you so, so much. Thank you, Kimber. I love you too. If you are enjoying Boldly Stated, please consider subscribing. You will get new episodes first. Um, You also can rate it. You can review it. And I would really love to know if there are things you'd like me to talk about, questions that you have, or even just feedback from any of the episodes. You can reach me anytime at kim at boldlystated.com. This is Kim Balorchi, and you've been listening to Boldly Stated.